The Paycheck Protection Program was launched in early 2020 in an effort to provide economic relief to American businesses impacted by COVID-19. But even after more than a half trillion dollars in loans to nearly 5 million businesses, the need is still great. Today, a second round of PPP funding has been authorized and local lenders, like Penn Community Bank, are doing their part to help local businesses weather the storm. In this episode, I'm joined by Janina Bobick, Business Banking Credit Officer, and John Buckley, Senior Credit Analyst with Penn Community Bank, to discuss what another round of PPP means for borrowers and what the bank is doing to meet businesses' needs. After the show is over, be sure to check out the show notes and links to resources at pencommunitybank.com slash podcast. All right, Janina and John, welcome to the first episode of Mutual Growth in 2021. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Doing great. Thank you both for uh, thank you both for for hopping on today on a really important topic when it comes to the uh, the economic response to the coronavirus pandemic that has has gone on from 2020 and now into the new year. So I'm I'm grateful that we were able to to find a few minutes from from your busy lives in, in that space to uh, to talk about this issue and and how Penn Community Bank is responding to uh, to the need. But before we jump into the, the laundry list of questions that I have for both of you. Can you just tell the listeners uh, a little bit about yourselves? We'll begin with Janina. My name is Janina Bobag. I've been working in the banking industry for the past 22 years. I've been with Penn Community Bank for the past four years. And my role within the organization as the business banking credit officer is to work with our lending team to approve and process commercial loan requests and additionally aid on special projects just like PPP. Very cool. And John? I have been in the commercial lending industry for about 16 years, and I've been with Penn Community Bank for about a year and a half. I am a senior credit analyst within the credit department. Within this role, I support the bank's relationship managers by completing underwriting for commercial loan requests. We ultimately end up preparing a commercial loan presentation, which is used to obtain approval for the loan request. This top document typically includes analysis of the borrower, its cash flow, and the collateral that will be used to secure the loan. And I also get involved with special projects like PPP. This is uh, certainly the definition of a special project. And I know both of you have, uh, have had your lives at certain points to, driven almost entirely by PPP. So you are truly the experts here at the bank. So I'm glad we could uh, get you on. Um, but before we, we dive into the real nitty gritty of, of, of PPP, let's begin with the basics. Can you just tell us what is the Paycheck Protection Program? What's the bank's role in facilitating this effort? Um, PPP is a business loan program established by the 2002 U.S. federal government coronavirus um, Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, also known. Um, the program actually essentially helps certain businesses, self-employed workers, sole proprietors, certain non-for-profit organizations, and tribal businesses to continue paying their um, employees. The Paycheck Protection Program allows entities to apply for loan interest rates, loans to pay their payroll, and certain other costs. In March, um, the bank learned that the federal government was working towards establishing a program to help businesses due to impact of COVID-19. As a team, we quickly organized a task team that would create a plan on how the bank was going to handle those requests. We became educated in SBA PPP requirements and formalized a new workflow um, for the first round of PPP loans. Due to the time restraints, our first round 
was more manual during the application process. However, I am proud to say that despite the long nights and challenging the challenges with the SBA system, we approved over 730 applications. For the second round, we've implemented new technologies in order to make the application and approval process to be more streamlined and automated to our borrowers. Yeah, I think that's important to, to understand that when we talk about PPP now, there's, there's two separate epochs, kind of the first round that you discussed and we have the numbers for and what we're heading into now, which is the second round. Um, we're here to talk about the second round. Um, but John, what, what can you tell us about the, the first round? Janina kind of mentioned the, the learnings that came from it. Um, can you just say how are, how are the teams able to really help local businesses at a tangible level? Sure. So as Janina mentioned, the first round of PPP opened during March of 2020 following the passing of the CARES Act. These PPP loans help local businesses by allowing them to keep employees on their payroll even as revenues began to slow due to the outbreak mm -hmm. of COVID-19. Through our network of retail branches and commercial lenders, the team at Penn Community Bank processed over 730 PPP loan requests. These requests ultimately re resulted in $83 million being, being provided to local employers. These funds ended up supporting just around 9,000 jobs within our community. Those are amazing numbers. And I think it certainly speaks to the need that even after all that lending, after that initial uh, assistance, that there, there still is a, a great need for a second round. So, so now we have uh, the second round in front of us. It's been passed by, passed by Congress, signed into law. Um, Gina, what's the background? Is there any differences this time around um, for customers or borrowers? Yes. Um, in order to apply for the second round of PPP, um, the PPP borrowers actually have to use all of their first tranche of funds prior to or by the date that they've received the new funds. And while the businesses that were um, temporarily closed due to COVID-19 pandemic may also apply for round two. So you could have had revenue decreases and you could have been temporarily closed. Um, mm -hmm. The new law also carved out additional benefits for restaurants, hotels, and other businesses under the NAICS code 72. Those businesses actually can calculate um, their loan amounts by multiplying their average monthly payroll by three and a half times instead of two and a half times um, for majority of the other businesses, thus mm -hmm. receiving more funds. Um, further, for restaurants, hotels with multiple locations, as long as each one has fewer than 300 employees, each individual location may actually apply for separate loan. The maximum loan amount across all locations, however, is capped at $4 million. And the maximum loan amount for a second round draw is capped at $2 million. Gotcha. So it sounds like this time around, there's, there's a little more, uh, you know, targeted ID to industries or, or businesses that, that might need some assistance, some flexibility. And like you said, those that have closed um, as well as clarifying. I know um, we, everyone kind of heard on the news, the, the confusion about, Oh, well, it's a, if it's a chain restaurant, can an individual um, location apply for one? So it sounds like that's been addressed in, in, um, in this round. I, I promised that we, we would get into the nitty gritty and, and, 
even though you both have gone over a tremendous amount of numbers and, and code words, it sounded like I do want to dive into really the specifics of it. So let's begin um, with the basics. Who is eligible for a second draw PPP loan? Okay, I'll take that one. So to, if, if we look at the SBA's requirement documents, they state three items. To be eligible for a second draw PPP loan, a business must have the first is previously received a first draw PPP loan and has used or will use the full amount for permissible expenses. The second is experienced a reduction of 25% or greater in gross receipts between comparable quarters in 2019 and 2020. So just to point that out, it references comparable quarters, so that means it has to be the same. So for example, mm-hmm. Q2 of 2019 to Q2 of 2020. And the third is have 300 or fewer employees. And obviously with those come additional terms and conditions for a second trawl. Janina, I know there's probably a lot of detail that goes into that. Um, actually, the new second draw PPP requests are largely subject to the same terms and condition as the first round. And those include mm-hmm. the loans are 100% guaranteed by the federal government. There's no collateral requirement or personal guarantees. The interest rate will continue to be at 100 basis points or 1% with the maturity of five years. Um, the loans will be processed by authorized lenders like Penn Community Bank, who are permitted to rely on certification of the borrowers to determine the borrower's eligibility and the use of the loan proceeds. Gotcha. Well, that's, that's good that there's some, some connection between the first and the, and the second round when it comes to that. Um, as we mentioned, this pandemic has gone on you know, for so long that uh, we've gone through seasons. One of, one of the employers that we we don't often think of, but certainly have been impacted by this are seasonal employers. How, how does the second draw work for a seasonal employer? The SBA defines a seasonal employer as a business that does not operate for more than seven months in any particular calendar year. The calculation of average payroll for seasonal businesses is a little different as well. The SBA asks us to calculate that by solving for average payroll expense for any 12 week period between February 15th, 2019 and February 15th, 2020. It's, we also should note, and this is true of non-seasonal businesses as well, calculations must be less any amounts paid to uh, an employee in excess of $100,000 per year. There, to, if a borrower is interested in any additional information regarding qualifications or calculations for a seasonal employee, uh, I would recommend that they check out the SBA's website. They actually have a lot of great information there as well. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be sure to include those links in the, in the show notes for folks that want to, uh, to head right to the source on that. Um, Janina, what is, the, what is the ceiling? What is the maximum loan amount for someone looking at a second draw PPP loan? The maximum loan amount will be two and a half times the average monthly payroll um, with the loan not exceeding $2 million for majority of the businesses and three and a half times the average monthly payroll for businesses that are have the NICS codes or NAICS codes starting with 7-2, and those include restaurants and hotels, and their loans are also maxed at $2 million. Gotcha. Um, how is the revenue reduction calculated? I know that goes into you know, some of the equations here. And similarly, what is the accounting method for gross receipts? Sure. So... First, we should state that the revenue reduction is applicable to a second trawl only. 
And that's calculated by by comparing the borrower's quarterly gross receipts for one quarter in 2020 with the borrower's gross receipts for the corresponding quarter of 2019. And as we mentioned earlier, that, that's important. And all they're saying there is they want to make sure that we use the same quarter for year over year. So, for example, if we, if we select Q2 in 19, they want to see Q2 in 2020 as well. As far as the definition of gross receipts, uh, the SBA defines that as revenue in whatever form received or accrued from whatever source, including the sales of products or services, interest, dividends, rents, royalties, fees, or commissions. So the, the first couple seem obvious, uh, sales of products mm -hmm. and services, but it, it further defines it as dividends, rents, royalties, and so on. So it's a, it's a little bit more liberal even than what I initially expected. So after listening to all of this, there's business owners out there that know, hey, this is something I want to take advantage of. How can they submit an application for a second trial loan? Um, and what documentation should they be ready to provide to, to demonstrate their eligibility that we've discussed? Please reach out to our, your current relationship manager, call one of our branch locations, or submit an inquiry through our website. Requirement documentation is difficult to answer because it will vary based on the entity type. Those will include a Form 941, state quarterly wage unemployment, insurance tax, um, reporting forms for each quarter in 2019 or 2020, whichever the borrower will be using to use their um, payroll calculation, equivalent payroll processing records, third-party payroll reports, along with evidence of any retirement employee group health, life, disability, vision, and dental insurance contributions must be provided. A partnership will also have to provide their IRS Form 1065-K1s. For sole proprietors, they will need to provide their Schedule C for either 2019 or 2020. Those are just main documents that we would need. However, mm -hmm. I would refer the borrowers to look at the interim final rule, which is located at treasury.gov for further guidance on what documentation is needed. Um, that link is also included mm -hmm. on our website. Yeah, and, and certainly our team members, whether at the branch level or, or the lender level, um, wherever your relationship exists right now can, can as Janina points out, provide a, a more clear snapshot on what, what documentation would be applicable for, for your business as it's structured. Um, just generally, John, before we wrap up, where, where can business owners go to just learn more about the program and Penn Community Bank? As Janina mentioned, Penn Community Bank's website, www.pencommunitybank.com, is a great resource to learn more about the bank and its PPP program. In particular, business owners can click on the Paycheck Protection Program banner at the top of the site to find additional, inform or additional PPP information. This link will also take you to the bank's PPP loan application interest form. So if you're new to the bank, you can complete that. That will go through our PPP team, and we will route you to uh, an individual that can help you with the request. If we, if we currently have an account with you, please contact your account representative, and they will also walk you through the request. Well, Janina and John, we, we've covered a lot here. We'll include as many resources and links as we can here in the show notes. Obviously, we've discussed the website being a tremendous resource, but I thank you both for, for taking the time to walk us through this. And, and I will let you get back to work on beginning to process these, these important uh, documents. Thank Thanks you, so much for thank joining you. us.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Mutual Growth, a podcast by Penn Community Bank. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. And as always, keep up with the latest from Penn Community Bank by following us on Instagram and Facebook at Penn Community Bank and connecting with us on LinkedIn. For more information about this podcast, links to past episodes, and to learn more about community-first banking, just visit pencommunitybank.com slash podcast.